Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, the Los Angeles Lakers play another preseason game versus the Phoenix Suns. Guys, look, they didn't pull out the win. They lose to the Phoenix Suns in the end, but it's all about the process. It's all about how they did in that starting lineup with the players that are really going to play in the regular season. The 119-115 loss to the Phoenix Suns in the preseason, but I thought it was largely positive. So we're going to get into that right here on the Westbrook Podcast. But guys, first, I want to ask you, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. But now, let's get it. Guys, Kendrick Nunn, he's back. He's the first person I want to talk to after the 119-115 loss to the Phoenix Sun. In preseason, guys, you know, I don't care about the final score. Obviously, when all the rookies got in there and things like that, you know, they're still learning how to play the game at this level. So I'm not too worried about that. But Kendrick Nunn was absolutely phenomenal. Now, there are there is some weird stuff going on on social media. I don't know why we thought Kendrick Nunn was anything other than what he is. The Kendrick Nunn we saw last night is the is Kendrick Nunn. Like I don't I don't know if people have amnesia and forgot. The problem with Kendrick Nunn was never his talent. It was if he was going to be on the floor to show us that talent. Kendrick Nunn is an outstanding basketball player. I don't know where that was lost. He was just injured. And the only worry we all had, I thought, was, is he going to be on the floor so we get that? So the Lakers have all of his expertise at their disposal because he's actually able to play in the game. But the Kendrick Nunn I saw, that's Kendrick Nunn. That's just him. That's been him. He was absolutely incredible just a treasure for the Los Angeles Lakers they miss what he can do last year I still think the best that I've seen uh in my outside of outside of LeBron just being on fire the best that I've seen the unit be is with Russell Westbrook and Nunn on the court at the same time just their ability to get to the basket and um break the defense down it, that just helps the offense um, so much. And Kendrick Nunn, he just did not disappoint. He's 8 of 13 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3. His catch and shoot was just nice. He had his free throw. He also had three rebounds, two assists. Uh, and I think he only turned the ball over one time. He's just, guys, this is who he is. This isn't an aberration. I, I, I feel maybe people didn't watch him before. But people suddenly saying, oh, my gosh, Kendrick Nunn, he's so, he's been this. He just was injured. And if you listen to this podcast, the worry has always been, is he going to be healthy so the Lakers have that on the floor? He is. He looks great. He doesn't seem like he's at all apprehensive about his body, anything like that. He's just playing. He's hooping. And I love it. I wanted to highlight just how good he's he was in this game. Um, I thought he was good in game one as well. And not just a guy who can catch and shoot, who can catch, put the ball on the floor, break the defense down, get in the paint. Outside of just LeBron and Russell Westbrook is outstanding. What he can do, he can pass. He's just a good basketball player. Now, 
for those of you who think I am taking a shot, I am not. I know Monk was on the team. I know he can shoot, but I don't think he can do all the things Kendrick Nunn can do. Not to mention what Monk can do was offset on the fact that everyone hunted him on defense. So he come down, score two points, but he give up two points because they were hunting him defensively. That's just the truth. Kendrick Nunn, I let's see. I don't think they're going to hunt Kendrick Nunn on defense. I just don't believe that. He was incredible. Incredible. Now, I do think that Russell Westbrook and Kendrick Nunn on the floor at the same time promotes the most fluid offense. I really do. And if he's going to shoot the three like that, I just don't see why we wouldn't do that. I get it. Like I said, Reeves is best with the stars. I 100% agree. You know, that's what I said the last podcast. I think he's really good complimentary role player with the stars on the floor. He seems out of place when he's not with them. But, Mark, I mean, did you watch the offense with Russell Westbrook and none on the team at the, on the floor at the same time? It's just it's just so fast and fluid. And they can both break down the defense with just speed. And they both have vision to make passes. They can finish. It's just great. But I understand some people bring him off the bench, start Reeves because he goes and Reeves is look he look he played well yesterday too. I, I mean, how many assists did he have? Um, he had nine assists, seven rebounds, uh, uh, two blocks, three steals. Like he's great with the starters. Uh, he really is. Um, I just thought the speed of the def- of the offense. Uh, um, was just it's just so good with none and and Westbrook on Florida. Now you could you could start Reeves and bring none off the bench and still play Russell Westbrook and none together. That's definitely it's definitely a possibility. Um, but Reeves isn't necessarily a three point shooter, and everyone's always talking about space and spreading the floor and having shooters. Um, I what did Reeves? I think Reeves shot thirty percent last season, something like that. Um. So it's just something to think about. It's something to think about. I like the Russ Nunn lineup, and I'm surprised by that because I was a little bit apprehensive because of the size of, you know, they'd be a short backcourt. Um, but it, I actually like it uh, personally. And and if 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 Nunn's gonna shoot four of seven from three, <laughs> I mean he's not gonna shoot that good. But if he's gonna still if he's gonna shoot pretty good from three, uh, I just don't see a problem with it. So. Again, uh, so I will move the Reeves. Reeves two of five from the field. Uh, no, I'm sorry, he was two of three from the field. Um, hit both of his free throws. Like I said, seven rebounds, nine assists, three steals, two blocks. He was great as well. He's he did exactly what I thought he would do after the, uh, what I said in the last podcast. If you're playing with the stars, he's going to be great because he's like the the perfect role player that's going to do the dirty work and get on the boards and he can attack or close out and he can do all those things. Um, so I knew that he would be, be great um, with that starting unit with LeBron and Russell Westbrook uh, on the floor with him. Um, who else stood out? Uh, Patrick Beverly, you know, he, he's, as always, he made some good defensive plays. Um, you know, Pat Bev getting the people's head, Pat Bev in Pat Bev. Um, I didn't think he was bad. He had a block. Um, and uh, I think it made uh, I think it made uh, them a little bit upset, but it was a good block. He came from behind, didn't know where he came, Aiden didn't know where he came from. Um, 
you know, he's he was Patrick Beverly. He was exactly what I expected him to be. He's not going to blow up the box score, anything like that. Um, yeah, Gabriel, I like his hustle, his size, uh, things like that. I The only thing I ever worry about with him is that he just fouls a lot. And I know people get upset because I say I think we should think about playing him a lot of minutes, but I don't think we should start him. And that's that's uh, been controversial to some people. I say that because he he just fouls a lot, and I feel like if you start him, he gonna foul out. <laughs> like he, he had four fouls in twenty minutes. Um, he's still working that part of his game, so I think he should play. But I don't think you can start Winyan Gabriel because I just think he's foul out by the end of the third quarter if he lasts that long. Um, personally, uh, LeBron absolutely on fire on played 17 minutes the guy had 23 points three or six from three eight of 11 from the from the field four or five from the free throw line three rebounds four assists and a steal yeah no lebron james just just being just being braun you know uh nothing to see here you know it's the usual everyone was worried about his o of seven last game and i kept saying like he kind of like wasn't even really trying <laughs> he out there playing around uh he decided today like oh it's the sun so like Hey, I'll try a little bit. 23 points in 17 minutes. Efficient shooting. Braun being Braun. Um, you know, I, I thought he took some ill-advised threes. Uh, like, you know, bombs. One of them went in. It was crazy. Uh, but it's the preseason. Like, I don't... We'll see. You know, I... He's LeBron James. And like I said, I wasn't worried. Uh, Russell Westbrook. I thought Russell Westbrook was very, very, very good. In this one, to now everyone's worried about. Well, he finished four of twelve in his twenty-one minutes, guys. I don't know if you were seeing, looking, watching, but he was absolutely exhausted. Once again, the guys they're working themselves in the game shape. You got to remember, he's been very good defensively. He's expending tons of all of them, all of them, tons of energy on defense because the defense is much improved. And then him and LeBron are still creating most of the offense. On offense. No reason why I think Kendrick Nunn is a great thing to have out there as well. But I digress. They're exhausted at times. And Russ was definitely tired. It, it, it appeared that way to me. Um, but he started off very good. Uh, you look, he was 2-4 two, two from the three-point line. Hit them both in the, first ha- in the first quarter. I mean, he was just... Yeah, one was almost a four-point play. He missed his free throw. But, you know, and then he pulled another one from the corner... Boom. Pretty shot. Uh, no hesitation. He's been great. He's, he was getting to the rim, finishing at first. And then to me, I could just kind of tell he was like, okay, I'm a little bit winded here. Um, and that's when he started, you know, pulling up short and, and things like that. I'm not too worried. Uh, Russell Westbrook will be Russell Westbrook. He's elite. Uh, and uh, I'm actually pleased with his speed. He's super fast. Again, everyone's talking about him slimming. Like I said, from what I've gathered, um, He's he's six three two hundred, so that what just that tells me like you know and this was a recent way he's six three two hundred, and uh, I think it's two hundred some change like two hundred point eight some something like that, um, so he's he's about the same size so, uh, but he's really fast right now um and he's able to finish at the cup, and he's he's hitting his threes. Uh, his corner three, so I'm very, very happy about that. The only thing I am worried about is his free throw shooting. He's got to make his damn free throws. Um, outside of that, 
which I'm not too worried about either, for whatever reason. Um, the last game he pulled up on his three point play, and his free throw was really smooth. Um, and then the second game, um, you know, not so much. But I, I think that he's got a rhythm down. I think he'll be fine. I'm not. I'm, I think he'll be all right. I'm not too worried. Um, but he does need to make his free throws. Um, and that goes for anyone. Everybody needs to make their free throws. Um, he was two of five from the line. Um, so of course you want to correct that for the most part. Uh, I think the team shot 73% from the free throw line. So, you know, not terrible. Um, I wish they do better than that. Uh, but not bad. Uh, there were 32 of 44, uh, missed 12 free throws. That's a lot of free throws. Um, I mean, who missed what? I know Russ missed three. Okay, James missed one. Okay. Well, we got to hit our free throws. Um, definitely. Now, as far as the team is concerned, uh, Thomas Bryant only played seven minutes. He didn't play much. Um, you know, talked about none. Yeah. Um, oh, JTA. Uh, I thought he gave great minutes. Uh, I thought he was active in, and stuff like that. He had four rebounds, um, a steal. I thought he was active, you know, active bodies, two of five from the field, one of three from the three-point line. Um, Swider struggled once again, um, but I'm not too, uh, not terribly worried about that. Uh, Damian Jones was out there. Uh, he showed good energy as well. Look, our center play, I don't know, I just still have to see more of it. Um, it's better than last season. I just have to see more of it. To see how how much better it actually is, it's better than last season. But is it? It remains to be seen about how confident I am at the five spot, um, as far as the Lakers are concerned. Now, as a team, I do think once again there were some very very positive things to take from the preseason game versus the Phoenix Suns. Now, as a team. Once again, I was very pleased with the defensive effort and the defensive scheme for the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, keep in mind what I'm talking about this. I'm talking about the starting unit and the role players that are actually going to play, like rotation players. So in this game, about the first 26 to 28 minutes, right? And I truly believe Darvin Ham coming in and simplifying the defense to... You stay with your freaking man. You fight over the screens. You fight over Penda. You do whatever you have to do. And you stay with your guy. And everybody be in help defense. And you keep your defender, your offensive player in front of you. Has simplified the defense and just allowed these athletes to just do what it is they do, which is be freaking athletes. That's it. Sometimes you're going to get beat because it's freaking basketball. But then there's someone there to help, whether it's Damian Jones, whether it's AD, whether it's LeBron, whether it's William Gabriel, because everyone, there's no confusion. There's not these wide open lanes because everybody got confused about who's supposed to switch where. Okay. So I, as long as the effort is there, I love the fact that he simplified it and said, you stay with your freaking guy. That's it. Period. I love it. Dude, that is a key set accountability. That is accountability. No, 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 no. You're not going to bail yourself out and just ask for a switch when the, the pick person doesn't even touch you. When Doesn't even touch you because you don't want to guard that guy. No, you stay with your dude. Period. That's your man. Cover. I love it. 
And as far as the stars are concerned, they're out there gut checking. I mean, they are out there trying to stay in front of their guy. They are taking it personal because you know what? This is my man all night long. And I'm taking it per. I mean, how personal can you take it if someone's switching all the doggone time? You know? You know what I'm saying? How? Stay in front of your guy. If there needs to be a rotation, the closest player to the rotation needs to make that rotation is really just that simple. That's that's it. Period. And then the the help helps the help. Just that simple. Because every now and then someone's gonna get beat. You gotta close, someone's gotta close out. Then that person, then the next helper helps that person. And then you move back to where y'all five of you are lined up with someone once again. That has happened multiple times in these two preseason games where they've rotated, 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 stopped the ball, and everyone's on a guy. It's just that simple. Stay with your man all day long. If you get beat, someone step up, and then everybody rotate to the next closest rotation. And guess what? They're back up at the top of key with the ball, and our defense is set once again. Guys, last season... I repeatedly said, you know the defense is atrocious because one ball screen destroyed the entire freaking defense. Just one, one ball screen would just destroy the entire Lakers defense last season. I just, just I, when I say destroy, I mean just destroy. Let's stand around looking at each other confused. One ball screen, one. And just free lanes. And they all looking at each other like, what the heck going on? Not this season. I don't give a dang what that screen is. You fight over that screen, you stay with your guy. If in the event someone gets beat, everybody would make the closest rotation. And we set back up. Simple as that. As simple as that. Now, I did think I noticed in this particular game that they struggled a little bit. Um, to me, they weren't quite as good at the rebounding without Anthony Davis. Uh, I think they still won the rebounding battle 47 to 40. Um, but there were times where I was like, you know, AD would have had that or, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, that the dude work, but they started really small. So, um, Russell Westbrook ticked his up that game. He had six rebounds. Um, and so I think he kind of recognized, like, there's no AD. He he kicked it up to six rebounds, Reeves seven. Uh, so they kind of did it by committee. Um, but there definitely was some times where I just was like, oh, man, if AD was out there, uh, that would look a whole lot different. Oh, one of the times when Russell – I'm sorry, sidetrack. Russell Westbrook's crossover into the paint late in the shot clock. He <laughs> breaks his defender down, gets in the lane, no look, pin – pinpoint accurate pass i think it was to winning gabriel i if i remember correctly i'm sure you guys correct me if i'm wrong and look the receiver didn't make the the shot but that did not negate just how absolutely elite that move and pass when i mean pinpoint accurate it wasn't off to it was the perfect pass at full speed 100 miles an hour it was beautiful and i thought if that's ad that's a bucket that's a bucket. And there were times throughout the game where that's 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 what I thought. Um, and so that was a lot of fun. And I tweeted out, man, Russell Westbrook can still get in the lane whatever the hell he won't. That has not changed. <laughs> that has not changed. Not even a little bit. He is fat. That that man fast. 
that man he's the true speed force um out there running with the basketball at 21.6 miles an hour that's russell westbrook for you um but yes um as a team i thought i just i'm just really impressed with the defense guys it's just phenomenal um come in comparison to last i just can't stress enough how much better it is like i can't even put it into words i just you guys know i watch a lot of film i watch games over and over again and i'm telling you one screen completely decimated the entire lakers defense last season it's just a joy to watch that not happen. It's a joy to watch someone get beat. They rotate, 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 and the defense is set again with five defenders on five offensive players. There's no big, huge running lanes for guards to just walk through. It doesn't happen that that often. And so I'm very, very pleased. I just can't stress enough how pleased I am with it. The offense, I'm going to tell you why I was impressed with the offense. They started off, <laughs> the Suns started off the game, right? And they thought, we're going to man up versus the Lakers. Now, I'm already thinking, bro, is LeBron James Russell Westbrook on that team? Like, that sounds like a terrible idea. Okay? LeBron and Russ start off the game destroying this man defense. Okay? Just uh, just destroying it. Russ hit two threes, a couple of buckets at the at the basket. Next thing you know, he had nine point, ten point, whatever it was. And LeBron just out there just get, having his way. That quickly made them get into a zone. This is the best part about it. Last year, zone completely destroyed the Lakers. This year, they just shot them out the zone. <laughs> Russ was hitting corner threes. Kendrick Nunn was hitting threes. Patrick Beverly was hitting threes. LeBron James was hitting threes. Everybody was hitting, everybody was hitting threes. What were they supposed to do? For a team that has no shooters, I was like, damn. Well then, we just raining like that? We just raining threes like that? Yeah, that's what they did. That's what they did. The Lakers, <laughs> the starters, let's see. LeBron went three of six, okay? Westbrook went two of four. This is from three. Pat Bev shot two of five. That's still 40% from three. So between the three of them, they went... 7 to 15 from the three point line. They just shot them out of it. What were they? Then none went 4 of 7 off the bench. I mean, my goodness. But I did, did. What were they supposed to do? It was so funny. It was so. I just. I said they went into the zone, which I don't know what the hell they was thinking. There are two MVPs in, in La La Land. That make no fucking mistake. There are two MVPs in La La Land, okay? Russell Westbrook and LeBron James, all right? I don't know what the hell they was thinking. We're going to come out in the man-to-man. Bro, y'all going to get destroyed. And that's what happened the first few minutes. And they said, damn that, we going zone. And then they said, that's fine. <laughs> it was beautiful to watch, okay? Um, you guys know I like to have fun doing this podcast. I laugh, I joke. I do all that, but I'm a truth teller. And that's what happened. And I was pleased by that. And I don't necessarily think Kendrick Nunn's going to shoot four of seven from three every time. You know, that's outrageous. You know, no one does. Not even Steph Curry does that. Um, but it was nice to, they shot them out. But the beauty of it is they were getting wide open threes. Wide open threes. 
because the offense created such opportunities, even when they went in the zone. It was just great. It was just, it was, it was outstanding. And because I can see them building on this, especially I, I look, look, LeBron's going to be LeBron. Make no mistake. Right. James going to be James. If AD stays healthy, you got the duo of LeBron and AD. Then you add Russell Westbrook in an offense that is designed to create north-south driving lanes. Not east-west. North-south driving lanes. Who's just elite at getting to the cup. That's why that, that driving kick was so good, even though the guy didn't make it. He's just elite at driving to the cup. That you got 360 there, and then you add none, and he could do it too. I just, my gosh, just build on that. It just in my head, as long as AD's healthy, because with AD, it's always that caveat. I'm like, any given night, we're going out there with none, Russ, AD, and Braun. Okay. I'm like, who's the fifth guy? That's it. Who the fifth guy? I know those four. I know what I'm getting. I know what I'm getting. Which, by the way, Russ and LeBron, even though Russ shot 412 because he got tired, you could tell he just got exhausted. In the minutes that he wasn't, Russ and LeBron are scoring at will. My gosh. Add none. He's been scoring at will. Who's the fifth guy after those four? Damian Jones at center? I'm, I'm, I guess. Reeves? But I, I'm looking at this team now and saying, nah, G, we got four bad boys that's coming every night. They ain't scared of nothing. You got those four off the bat. Who's the fifth guy? Reeves? Beverly? Gabriel and Schroeder, Schroeder and Lonnie Walker not even here. I mean, I guys, Schroeder and Lonnie Walker ain't even they ain't even played yet. Troy Brown Jr. hasn't even played yet. I'm a little bit more high on Lonnie Walker. That's just me. Um, I I know Schroeder. I know he's a good basketball player. Um, I just don't think he should take none or. Russ's minutes. Y'all can be mad about that if you want to. I just don't think that should happen. Um, but Lonnie Walker, I'm just excited from the build on this. They still have a couple more people to, or uh, a couple more players to integrate. Uh, I'm excited. This is this feels different, so much different. It's night and day from last season. Darvin Ham is the MVP right now. As far as the priest is concerned, he's he's implemented just the joy, the passion that they're playing with, the tenacity they're playing with. I mean, I and then I've been seeing him speak. You know, Russ messes up. He gets beat on a drive and not just Russ. So don't the people have I've seen this a lot. I'm just using him as an example. He gets beat in a drive. He contests that the guy makes it. Russ slaps his hand because he's upset with himself. And Darvin Ham's like, come here. And then they just start talking. And it's just I'm like, this is awesome this is what the heck we talking about he didn't yank him yeah come here let me let me talk to you about this real quick because for the most part russ had been has been great defensively 
All of them have. Russ, LeBron, AE, everybody that's played. Pat Bev, Reeves, they've been really good defensively. And it's just a joy to see a coach say, all right, let me talk to you about this. So this, this is what I saw on that. This is, this is why I think we got beat here. This is why I think you got, this is how you can do this better. That's a coach. That's a coach. And so I'm thoroughly enjoying this. I can't wait. Uh, look, tonight they play Minnesota Timberwolves. I don't think the big three is playing at all. Um, so this this game is kind of like um, a, well, let's see what the younger guys can do without the stars on the floor. Um, and see, Kendrick Nunn's probably going to have a field day um, if he plays. But I, I don't think the big three is playing tonight. So um, there's that. But uh, we'll get to see him again. Um, I think, let me make sure. They have a back-to-back today. And then I think the next time we see them is Sunday. But let me make sure. Yeah, we see them Sunday versus the Warriors. Um, That'll be at 7.30 on NBA TV. 7.30 Central, uh, 8.30 Eastern. So I will see you guys there. But right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. Guys, please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please hit that subscribe button. Guys, you guys know you can follow me on Twitter if you want to speak with me about things. And if you want to live tweet, because I live tweet the games. Um, I always, I just love basketball. I just enjoy it so much. So follow me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson, at Always and Forever Art. And on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Session. But guys, as always, until next time.